Welcome, everyone, to the third episode of the Free Throw Line podcast, where we discuss Suns basketball and NBA news. I'm your host, Aaron, here today with two new co-hosts. One of those co-hosts is the manager of our local high school's girls' basketball teams, Anna. Hello. And the other is someone who barely knows anything about basketball, as requested by many of my viewers, Jack. Hello. And the reason for having Jack on, other than it being requested, is just to hear how much he struggles answering questions that he just doesn't understand. So feel free to laugh at him, because Anna and I will be laughing, too. Yeah, it'll be a fun episode. It will be very hey. fun for everyone other than Jack. Everyone other than Jack. Be painful. I'll, I'll be laughing with you. We'll see. Yeah, oh, and, we'll uh, see. <laughs> by the way uh jack will be answering most of the questions first so that he will get uh the least amount of hints possible um so jack do you want to start us off by letting the audience know exactly how extensive your clearly expansive knowledge of the nba is um it's it's not that expansive i um know some very generic basketball terms and that's about it Right. Care to explain what these basketball terms are? Um, well, I do have a bit of an understanding of positions and the court as well. Listener. As like, like continue. Uh, give me some words here. Okay. I well, I know the basic positions as the power forward, the center, the point guard, the shooting guard, and what they do. Okay, you're missing one. The small forward, sorry. There you go. There you go. All right. It took only took about a minute for you to list the five positions. Congratulations. That's pretty good. Yeah. Not, but, thank, okay. Thank Kinda you. Kinda good, but we'll see. We'll see. <laughs> Just it'll only get worse. All well, right. To our first segment, uh, longest streaks of the week. Uh, this is where we talk about the longest losing and winning streaks uh, at the time of the recording, which is Tuesday, what, December 7th. Um, the longest current uh, losing streak is the Pistons. Yeah. Who have, and of course I didn't put down the number, who have, let's see, a losing streak of nine. Dang. So, uh, Jack, what went wrong for the Pistons? Um, not good player coordination. Um, (laughs) um, just a bad overall team. Okay. And uh, just a quick question. Have you watched any of their games? I feel like we already know the answer to that one. It's, (laughs) it's a solid no. As expected. And also, uh, do you know if they have any rookies on their team? Also, no. No, they no. You don't know, or no, they don't. I I have no idea if they have rookies or not. Um. So, audience, I'm sure you realize his limited understanding of the NBA, <laughs> but based on those answers, um, Anna, we'll go to you with the, the obviously the more knowledge on this topic. You know what? I don't know if I'm that much better because the only games that I've watched with the Pistons are were against the Suns. And I mean, Cade Cunningham has really showed up. Um, I think he's been pretty decent. I mean, it's his rookie year, so he's starting off. But um, besides that... <laughs> yeah, I Jack, it's his rookie year. <laughs> yeah, so um, 
I've watched a couple of their games and not good games, any of them. Um, yeah. what, I, what I've noticed is they're running everything through Cade and Jeremy Grant, um, which is not what, what a winning team's formula is. Um, once you lock down Cade Cunningham, which uh, Jack is a rookie, get that, remember that. Yeah. Okay. Um, All right. Mark that and, down. Yeah. <laughs> He's also the what the first overall pick. Yeah. Yeah. So when you when you lock down Kid Cunningham and Jeremy Grant, they have no other tools, and it's an automatic win for whatever team they're uh, playing against. Um, so it doesn't surprise me at all. Um, although this next part heavily surprises me, as I'm sure it surprises a lot of people, the team with the longest winning streak is the Rockets, Rockets. with a six-game winning streak who who used to have a 16-game losing streak. So, Jack, why do you think the Rockets were able to turn turn it around? Um, I'm going to say better teammate coordination. They're <laughs> oh, my God. I, okay. Give him a break. Give him a break. Let him, let him speak. All right, all right. Go ahead. Um... They're not doing what the Pistons are doing, obviously. Obviously. Is that your answer? Sure. Okay. Let's, uh, let's go with that. I, I'll go ahead and answer second on this one. Uh, <laughs> so I, I just noticed the young players on the Rockets have finally fig- or mostly finally figured out their roles and how to Definitely. play with each other, when to pass the ball, when to shoot, which Harden still doesn't understand. On the Nets, um, yeah, Anna, what do you what do you have you noticed? I mean, I I'd say the same thing. I mean, they have a lot of young players, and um, I think or the games that I've seen, they've shot pretty decent from the three. I mean, they're one of those young teams where they just want to shoot the lights out, and I guess they've been doing yeah. pretty successful with that with this with this winning streak. So, yeah. Yep, and uh, everyone. Always wants to see Shane Goon get more minutes, although I've never seen the promise. <laughs> uh, next segment, Battle of the Conferences. It's all about which conference has more wins than the other, uh, which some people think makes it makes one conference better than the other, but I, I don't think so, but we'll go with it. Uh, the Western Conference currently has 178 wins, while the Eastern Conference has 184 wins which gives the Eastern Conference a six-game lead over the Western Conference. Don't worry, Jack, you won't need to talk about that. So, uh, we'll, move up, we'll move swiftly into the injury report, uh, which is all about players that have gotten injured that I feel will make a significant, maybe not major, but significant impact to their team. Uh, it won't be everyone that is injured because that would take forever, but it's just the major, major ones that I have uh, that drew my eye. Um, so we'll start off with John Moran. He's out for a couple weeks. Uh, although even with that, the Grizzlies are playing well without him, though. Um, Michael Porter Jr. of the Denver Nuggets will undergo surgery on his lower back and will be out indefinitely. Uh, Joe Harris of the Nets will miss anywhere between four and eight weeks due to an ankle injury. Bogdan Bogdanovich of the Hawks will be out for a couple of weeks due to a right Right, excuse me, right ankle sprain. 
before we get to Booker and Mikel, are there any other injuries, Anna, since you actually know of any injuries, unlike Jack, uh, that you would like to mention? Um, who was it? Someone on the Bucks. Of course, I can't remember his name right now. I don't know. Uh, Brooke Lopez. Yes, Lopez. Um, I don't remember why he was injured, but I think that could make somewhat of a difference. I mean, the Bucks are kind of heading back up in power rankings, which I don't love, but you know, <laughs> um, that's pretty much it that I think will kind of make a difference. Yeah, as a good mention, I, I, I'm surprised I didn't write him down, but he'll be out with uh, back surgery as well. Mm-hmm. Um, Dante Divin, Divin, Divincenzo, I've never said his last name right, uh, <laughs> he's also out. And uh, those are the only major players on the Bucks injury report. So yeah. two relatively big, but not so big uh, injuries for the Bucks. The bigger news for the Suns fans like us three, not really Jack, he's just here. Um, just he's just here. <laughs> uh, those are uh, Devin Booker and Mikkel Bridges. Uh, Booker will be out two to three weeks uh, with uh, a hamstring injury. Bridges dislocated his pinky against the Warriors um, on his shooting hand. However, he did return to the game later that night, so he won't be out for long. Um, how this will affect his game? Not big difference. Uh, he already played one or two games with uh, the pinky container, whatever you call it, on his hand, and it didn't seem like it affected his game. Um, however, these two, or not these two, it's just Booker's injury, but that adds to the already extensive injury list that the Suns have, uh, the, which the names on that injury list are Booker, Sarich, Kaminsky, and Nader. Um, most of those... Uh, except for Booker, are long, long-term injuries. Uh, so, which means for the Suns, not only do they have two reserve spots that are that have injury injured players, but they also have one roster spot that is an injured player. Uh, which, for the front office, maybe that makes them panic. Maybe that doesn't. We'll have to see come trade deadline. Uh, then we'll move on to our past predictions from episode two. Uh, Jared secured first place, three for four. I secured second place, two for four. Um, since it was just two people, there's only first and second place. Um, yes, that means I got last. Shut your mouth, Jack. And then we'll go ahead and move on to predicting winners for tomorrow's games, which is a lot of games. There's 13 games. So for that reason, we won't go on to depth about why we chose the teams we chose. Um, or else it, we would take the entire episode just going over predictions, which is not very fun. Um, so, Jack, All right. what do you got for the Wizards versus... And I lost the lists. Do you know who the Wizards are playing? Yeah. The Wizards are playing the Pistons. Oh. Uh, thank you, Jack. Wow, he actually knew. All right, what do you got for that match? I have said that the Wizards are going to take the win. Have said, ooh, fancy. Okay. All right. 76ers versus, I believe it's the Hornets. Yes, the Hornets. Yes. I have predicted that the Hornets are going to beat the 76ers. All right. Let me slam you for this one. All right. <laughs> let me pull up the Hornets injury report real quick. Now, now, I originally said the same thing too, but I then looked at the injury report. Mm-hmm. Okay. 
So here we go, Jack. And you're already locked in. You can't change your answer. Uh, uh, that's fine. <laughs> I don't care. That's not very nice. You're supposed to care. <laughs> All right. Ish Smith, he'll be out. Jalen McDaniels, he'll be out. Mason Plumley out. Terry Rogier out. Lamelo Ball out. And ju- I, you don't know any of these names, names, but just so you know, Lamelo Ball is like their star point guard. So yeah, it's a pretty big deal. Uh, all right, Bulls versus whatever team they're facing. Cavaliers. Cavaliers. Uh, let's. I also picked the Cavaliers. Oh my god. <laughs> okay, so just so, just so. Uh, just for just so our audience knows, uh, Anna and I we have the same picks. Uh, those picks yeah. were the Wizards, 76ers, and Bulls so far. Um, so I, Anna, do you want to slam them for this or just move on? I think we should move on. I okay. think, yeah. All right, the Knicks game against the Pacers. The Pacers, yes. I got the list up. Don't worry about it. Oh, great. Thanks. Got you covered. Yeah. Host is bad, apparently. All right, Jack, you got <laughs> I said the Knicks. Okay. Respectable. So did Anna. Yeah, good choice. Cool. All right. Bucks versus Heat. I said the Bucks. Okay. Agreed. Agreed. Thunder versus Raptors. The Raptors. Okay. Very good. Very good. He's learning. <laughs> Uh, Grizzlies versus Mavericks. I said the Grizzlies. Okay, very good, very good. Jazz versus the Timberwolves. Jazz. All right, hey. he's on a, he's on a, he's on fire. Nuggets versus Pelicans. The Nuggets. Oh my God, he's doing it. Nets versus Rockets. Let's see. Uh, the Nets. Nice. Can he do it? Magic versus Kings. I picked the Kings. Okay, not surprising. Uh, Warriors versus Trailblazers. The Warriors. Okay. Uh, Celtics versus Clippers, or how? Sorry, excuse me. How Jack pronounced it before we cor- we corrected him. <laughs> Celtics versus Clippers. <laughs> Okay, the pronunciation isn't there. You have to... But I put the Celtics. Okay. All right. That's a pretty... Uh, you did pretty decent. Yeah. yeah. Uh, what, what, did he have one different pick? Yeah. Two? Two different picks. Two different picks? Oh, that's right. Yeah, he picked the Hornets and the Cavaliers. Yeah. So, um, either Jack knows what he's doing, or Anna and I are about to smash him. <laughs> so we'll see. Come next episode. All right. Uh, then we move on to our next segment, which is manager's choice. Anna, take it away. Oh, boy. All right. Um, well, there's been a lot of talk. I guess maybe not as recent, um, but about the Nets winning a championship. Are they going to do it? Are they <laughs> Were there any talk this? ever? I don't know. <laughs> I don't think there ever was. I, I always thought the Nets sucked. <laughs> but, uh, I mean, people talked about it last season, too. They were like, oh, my gosh, they're going to beat the Bucks. They're going to beat the Bucks. And, I mean, they almost did. Give them, give them some credit. That's, that's fair. That's fair. Uh, it's just, you know, Kevin Durant's long-ass foot. 
Um, <laughs> you gotta screw things up. Um, I don't think they can do it this season. I really don't. I think that the Nets, they put all this pressure on Harden and uh, Durant. And they're expected to get 30, 40 points every night. And if they don't, then, you know, then they suck. <laughs> and, I mean, there's a couple other guys that they, they give the ball to and that can play, you know, pretty well. But I just – they're not using their bench. They're not using their full team is what I've seen. So, I yeah, just – Yeah, I, I agree. Uh, I'm Blake Griffin is not a player they can play through. That He's proven yeah. that. Um, and also – uh, your comment about Kevin Durant's large feet. Um, Jack, <laughs> care to guess uh, his shoe size? Hmm. I'm going to take some Don't time. look it up. Don't look it up. Don't <laughs> no, cheat. Not. We Don't look it up. We hear that we hate their cue board. I'm going to say a size 12. Man, you think he has tiny feet? What? You think he has tiny feet? You remember basketball players, they have huge feet. Oh, all right. Um, they look 17. Like hobbits, except tall. 17, we are very close. He has size 18 feet. Ah. Or not feet, shoes, but shoes. his feet fit them. So okay. kind of okay. size 18 feet. Size 18 feet. Yeah. And unfortunately for Steve Nash and Amar Stoudemire, Stoudemire, I always say Stoudemire on accident, Stoudemire. Um, <laughs> Which obviously were former Suns players. Uh, unfortunately for them, uh, they haven't put together a good team. So I uh, don't think they'll win a championship with the roster they have. However, uh, I do think that, I mean, this is kind of a Suns-Nets kind of thing with the trade with Landry Shaman and Javon Carter. I think, I mean, I haven't watched that many Nets games, so I don't know 100%. Uh, for sure, but I think that trade really worked out for for good both teams. I disagree. I you think do. it was a steal for the Suns, absolute steal. All right. Because the Suns were weren't going to get any good player with their first rounder. Javon mm-hmm. Carter never gets any minutes, and he's not mm-hmm. really that good. And they but the Suns got in return a fantastic backup shooting guard. When yeah. he's not fading, he makes his shots. When he when he's yeah. fading, he misses. <laughs> which which is fine because nobody expected him to be a second Devin Booker. That's true. Um, and in return, the Nets got a first rounder, which they're like I said, they're not going to get a good player with. And Javon Carter, who is just a nuisance, like Patrick Beverly. Maybe he makes a difference. Probably not. Mm-hmm. Uh, at least not as big of a difference as Landry Shem, which I don't think they realized his potential. So, yeah. Well, they definitely didn't utilize his potential on the net. Oh, definitely not. Okay, so we'll go ahead and move on to uh, a part where we can incorporate Jack. Um, Bob Iger, who is expressing his desire to leave the executive board of Disney, has also begun express, ex- <clears throat> excuse me, expressing his desire to become the owner of the Phoenix Suns if the Phoenix Suns become available to buy, which it might with the whole Sarvis situation, which we won't go into detail. Uh, do you guys, or do you guys, which we'll start with Jack, um, think it is a good idea for Iger to take control over the Suns, or do you think the Suns should stay with Sarver, or do you think they should uh, get a completely different owner? Uh, 
which is not Sarver nor Iger. What do you think, Jack? Hmm. Let's see. So I'm going to say that I don't think Bob Iger should be the new owner. I think we should stay with our current one. Wow, that's a controversial statement. <laughs> it's controversial right there. <laughs> um, right. So I, I didn't want to go into detail for why it's controversial, controversial um, because it is sensitive topics. Mm-hmm. Uh, but just to shed light for Jack a little bit, maybe it'll change his answer. Um, Sarver was accused of sexist and racist comments. Ah, I see. And there isn't an ongoing investigation. Nothing has been confirmed. Nothing has been denied. Well, things have been denied, but yeah, nothing has been confirmed. Yeah. Uh, I see. So that being said, would you like to change your answer? You know what? Sure. Okay. I'll and go what with... do you like to change it to? I'll go with Bob Iger. Okay. Uh, you know, you realize like what he's done for Disney, right? Well, he's the former CEO. Right. What did he do as CEO? Are you really going to make me go into depth about his career? <laughs> no, as this a... isn't basketball. That's not basketball. All right. Uh, Anna, what do you think? Uh, I don't like Sarver um, with everything that's come on. I know nothing has been really confirmed and the investigation is still going on, but um I mean, for that to, to come up, you know, you have to do something for that to kind of become, you know, part of the news and launch an investigation. So um, obviously I do think it's a, a opportunity to get a new um, owner. I don't know anything about Bob Iger. I don't. Um, I, I'm That's just going to be straight I was out. just messing with Jack. <laughs> um, so I don't know anything about his career either, so. It, it could, I just yeah. think we should get a new CEO. That's in my opinion. Yeah, and if he does become owner, just as long as he doesn't disnify uh, the Suns, uh, I think it'll be fine because I don't think he'll like throw away the team we have. Uh, but he may. Yeah. I don't know. I, again, when when people who not again, but when people who don't know or don't have much experience with a basketball team take over a basketball team never works out well and sometimes when players that do know basketball like michael jordan take over a team Mm. doesn't go how fans want it to go yeah so yeah so it's definitely a fine line uh obviously jack would not make a good owner (laughs) i Um, appreciate that (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> All right, Demarcus Cousins has signed with the Bucks. Um, we'll start with Jack. Do you think it was a stupid or smart move for the Bucks? Um, hmm. You're supposed to answer. Yeah, I know. I'm thinking. <laughs> G- thinking give me a give me a moment, please. <laughs> Put him on the spot. <laughs> it's hot chair. Come on. Um, I'm gonna say it was a good idea. Okay, all right. And uh, do you, uh, do you think the signing of Cousins means Brooke Lopez will no longer get major minutes when Lopez returns? 
I'm going to say no. Okay. Why? Why? Yeah. <laughs> You're really putting him on the spot. Uh, I'm really putting him on the spot. <laughs> Make something up. <laughs> Make something up. Yeah. Right. Honestly, that's all you Could can do anything. right now. Absolutely. Um. Well, I don't. I think we'll have to wait to see what actually happens. <laughs> That's a smart answer. That, that is, is smart. a smart answer. <laughs> All right. Um, Anna, what do you got? Um, mine isn't going to be even as good as Jack's. To be honest. Come on, you really can't do worse than someone who has no idea what they're talking about. <laughs> wow. Okay. Do I think it's a good choice? Sure, sure. Um, do I think that he's going to get more playing time than Lopez? Meh. Um, I think Lopez has a lot of potential, like, or not potential. He's played before. But, um, yeah, he's I, pretty old. Yeah. <laughs> he's definitely played before. Um, yeah, that's, there's nothing more I can really say, to be honest. I'm, okay, I'm I guess I'll I guess I'll add up you know the or most. <laughs> add the yeah I do know the most. Uh, so uh, I think it was a good idea to sign Cousins because the Bucks did need a big man at the center. Uh, and in terms of whether or not Cousins or uh, Lopez will get more minutes than the other, uh, if Lopez comes back and he still has lingering back problems cousins is probably going to get more min- minutes because i doubt the bucks want to play lopez to the point where he has another back injury um but if lopez comes back and he proves he's just as good as when he left uh then lopez will uh, definitely get more minutes because the only reasons the only reason cousins was signed it was because lopez got injured and the only reason cousins didn't sign with any other team was because no other team wanted to. Um, so smart move until Lopez is back. If Lopez is still back or is still hurting, Cousins is going to stay with the team. If Lopez is full strength, maybe they release Cousins. Probably not. I don't think they're going to trade him. Um, but they'll probably just keep him on the reserves or deep uh, bench. All right, moving on. Jack, good luck with this one. The oh, GM boy. of the Trailblazers has gotten fired, and Lillard has stated his interest in playing with Ben Simmons, oh, according boy. to some sources. Uh, for some weird reason, I don't understand. Uh, so what should the new GM do, Jack? And if you need a hint, I'll give you a hint. Go ahead. Uh, I'm going to take that hint right away. <laughs> okay. So you, you got two choices to decide between. Either one, uh, the new GM decides to uh, either half rebuild or full rebuild, uh, which he trades away Lillard to the 76ers so he, so that Lillard would be happy playing with Ben Simmons. Maybe the Trailblazers get a ton of picks back from the 76ers, although I don't think they have a lot of picks. Um, or uh, the – this is your second option. Or the uh, Trailblazers – give up C.J. McCollum to get Ben Simmons from the 76ers to Portland. Uh, so, yeah, that's your two options. Do you think they trade Lillard or C.J. McCollum? Uh, I'm going to say 
trades CJ? Smart answer. Smart answer. Smart answer. Indeed. Sweet. Okay. Right. Why? Why? Yep. <laughs> because I feel like they could get a better player. You think okay? Um, I don't. Not a good one. No, not a good no. one. Um, Anna, you care to explain the whole Ben Simmons situation to Jack? Oh, Ben Simmons. Where do I start? You know. Um, <laughs> You're not wrong. I'll will start by kind of explaining my answer to that. I don't think. They okay, sure, sure, good. I don't. That's think that. Yeah, that's. Him. I agree. I don't think they should trade Lillard. They put so um, much time into him; it's not worth it. Yeah, I don't know why Lillard wants to play with Ben Simmons. I do think that Ben Simmons could have more potential on a different thing on a different team. He needs to build up his confidence. That's the thing because he doesn't like Philly and Philly doesn't like him either. So (laughs) (laughs) you're not wrong. (laughs) I don't think that staying in Philly is a good choice for him. So I don't think that Lillard should be traded for that reason to play with him, if that makes sense. Yeah. yeah. Um, so that's kind of my side of the story. Okay. And and the explanation for Jack? About Ben Simmons? Right. Where do I start? I mean, he's just he's just not a good player. He has an attitude. Um, and barely make a free throw, you know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah okay I, I, here i'll go ahead and take it uh jack yeah. so ben simmons he can't shoot anywhere no free throws no three points no mid-range layups 50 50 yeah. um he says he's great he's not <laughs> he's he not. has temper tantrums uh in practice um he hasn't played a game in a long long time just because he doesn't want to play with the team he has to contract with huh. um which i'm sure uh, a soccer player would understand you have a contract, you gotta play. Mm-hmm. Um, so he's demanding a trade, but they couldn't find anyone that wanted to trade for Ben Simmons because he's bad. So when a star player like Lillard comes out and says he wants to play with a Ben Simmons who sucks, mm-hmm. uh, it's a big surprise. So no one really knows what to do, especially when the uh, team, the franchise that Lillard plays with, got a new GM who now has to take in all this information, get pressured by Lillard, and probably make a stupid decision. I see. Yeah. All right. So moving on, the Grizzlies absolutely destroyed the Thunder, and I mean absolutely just ridiculous, ridiculously destroyed. Like set a new record, destroyed. Okay. Um, the Grizzlies not really a great team. Uh, not horrible, but not Suns and Warriors level. Mm-hmm. Um, outscored the Thunder by 73 points, which, uh, like I said earlier, was a new NBA record. Uh, it's, uh, it's, a, it's a big margin, I would say. Mm-hmm. Um, what do you think allowed the Grizzlies, because keep in mind, I'm pretty sure John Moran was injured during this game. Uh, why do you, th- or how do you think the Grizzlies were able to pull off a 73-point win, uh, Jack? There's not much you can Google for this. Yeah. 
Um, well, I'm looking at the standings, and the Thunders, the Thunder is like 14th in their conference compared sure. to the Grizzlies being fourth, which seems like a very big difference. I don't know, just maybe. Well, you got to keep in mind the Eastern yeah. Conference, which is what they're in, wide open. Whereas the Western Conference is locked tight. Like the Suns and Warriors have that unlocked. So, not that big of a difference in the East, but yeah, you're right. Still a pretty decent difference. Mm-hmm. So, you think it's just as expected with uh, the way the standings are? Sure. Let's go with that. All right. Anna? You wanna you wanna outplay his answer here? <laughs> Anything um, you say would outplay it. So, I mean, OKC is OKC. I mean, same, similar with the standings, but um, I think the Grizzlies definitely have some aggressiveness to them, and I think that's what made them outplay uh, Thunder. Um, I also think they have more experience. So my answer isn't that much better, to be honest. At least you didn't stumble through your answer, like Jack. Um, so I'm gonna I'm gonna agree with that. Uh, also, I'm gonna add uh, Thunder team who lost multiple times to the Rockets of all teams. Mm-hmm. Um, when you lose to the Rockets, you're expected to be terrible, and that's what they showed. So not that surprising in terms of a loss, but very surprising that it came by that many points. It is a very uh, big margin. It, it is yes, especially when your soccer background you don't even score 10 goals yeah it's it's very difficult and i don't know what you're talking about it's pretty easy right yeah you know it's easy it's easy it's just basketball but we're using your feet Right. All right, moving on. Before you can rebuttal, all right, more reports of the Suns pursuing a trade to acquire Thaddeus Young are coming out to uh, are coming out in many sources, uh, which makes the question: Do you think uh, Young is a guy the Suns trade for? I think it's an obvious answer, but there are people that that disagree. Uh, Jack, what do you think, Thaddeus Young or no Thaddeus Young? Great, love the keyboard sounds. Do you, <laughs> what, what's, while you're researching that, just just what are your thoughts of, of the name Thaddeus Young? Thaddeus Young. He seems like a cool dude. I don't know. Um, I'm going to say... It Quote of the be... year. He seems like a cool dude. Yeah. <laughs> I'm saying it might be a good idea to get Young on the team. Okay. Okay. Um, Anna... I, I, I would really, you know what? I'm sorry. I'm going to cut you off. Anna. Um, I heavily disagree. Um, <laughs> I do not think Thaddeus Young is what the Suns need in the slightest. We tried uh, Sarich as a small ball center. It worked, but not that great when we went against the Bucks. Um, that, which by that time, yes, Sarich was injured. And we tried to replace him by, uh, and now I'm trying to blink by the guy that left. What's his name? Anna, if you can remember. We got him for cast considerations. I don't remember. I'm, I'm not much of a help. Alright. I'm I, I'm I, I drawn a blank on the name, but 
he's a, he's a small forward, small forward, power forward, center combo type of guy. He's known for his defense. Can't remember his name, uh, but he's not on the Suns anymore. He was last year, but he tried to play. He he tried to replace Sarge with small ball center, and that never works out against a team that has multiple bigs uh, at the center position. So getting another small ball center, I don't think it's worth it. So I think the Suns should just stick with their two tall center uh, combo with Aiton and McGee because they've proven themselves that they can combine for enough minutes in the game. Just got to hope they don't get injured. Um, but if the Suns do make a trade, they should acquire a wing and not a center because uh, that'll space or not space up, but give Johnson and Mikel and um, Shamit breathing space with their minutes. Cause right now when, Monty needs them to go in. It's sometimes early on in the game, and they aren't mentally ready at that point. Uh, so, Anna, let's see if you disagree. No, I agree with that. Um, Get silent, I think, um, I mean, wow. would it be absolutely horrible if they got Thaddeus Young? I don't, yes. I don't think so. Mm. But I don't think they need him right now, you know? Um they already have plenty of centers. I mean, think I, you know, Frank is out right now, but you got Kaminsky as well to come in. Who's had a great season so far, career high. Um, and I definitely agree with needing another wing because Bridges and Shamit, they definitely get, you know, tired easily and you need to bring more Johnson, especially with Booker. Poor Johnson. Everyone forgets about Johnson. Johnson. Yeah. He's everyone great. forgets about Cam. He's great. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I definitely agree. Okay. Partly, though? Partly, yeah. Yeah, okay. Somewhere, All right, it's yeah. better than Jack. I'll take it. <laughs> All right. Now to bring up a name Jack's never heard of. Does Rick Carlisle of the Pacers need to be let go? Jack, what do you say? Um, You're you're not going to give me any information. Uh, yeah, yeah. I'll, actually, I'll, I'll help you. All right. Um, the Pacers... Uh, let me try to find the Pacers. Oh, yes. Uh, they are 13th in the Eastern Conference. Mm-hmm. That's your only hint. <laughs> it's a lot of information. Take it That's away. all you need. Okay. Ready? Uh, really? Really? Yeah. I'm going to say he does need to let, be let go. Okay, why? This is going to be a complete BS answer, but I don't know. He's... Okay, good. Come on, come on. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <That's a great laughs> because I don't know. Come on, come on. You need to add something. He's not really doing good for the team okay good that's all that's all okay uh (laughs) i agree uh you're right he isn't doing great things for the team because if you look at their clutch time performance uh they are near dead last in the league they give up many leads they don't come back late in games um so yes i do believe carlisle should be let go He's had his time there. Time and time again, he's showed that he's not 
good enough to bring the Pacers to championship contention. Um, he's this is this is a pet peeve of mine. Um, he lets the opponents go on a large run where they shut out the Pacers for extended time frames. I'm talking like five minutes plus without calling a timeout when he has plenty of timeouts. Um, it really hurts the Pacers towards the end of the games, uh, especially when the opponent goes on a 20 to zero, <clears throat> you know, the game I'm talking about Rick Carlisle, uh, without calling a timeout, uh, obviously losing that game. Uh, so yeah, I just think the Pacers need a better head coach. Will they be able to climb back up into the mid Eastern conference? Possibly. They have the players with Rick Carlisle. With Ricardo as a coach, though, absolutely not. Anna, what do you think? Agreed. Yeah. Um, utilizing timeouts is a great thing to do. <laughs> I think everyone kind of knows that, but sometimes I get frustrated at Monty for that, too, because, you know, we'll be down or we won't score any points for two minutes, three minutes, or something like that. And you don't yeah, but that's not out. five minutes. It's not five minutes, that's for sure. But you need to utilize those timeouts and regroup, and he has not been doing that. So I agree. That's fair. Yeah. All right. Uh, Another name that Jack doesn't know, though he should know, um, because it is a Suns player. Um, Has Aiton shown enough this season to prove that he is worth a max contract? Yes or no? Jack, and also please provide why, because I know you love him providing why. Oh, yes, I do. Okay. I'm gonna say he does deserve a another sign on. And, and, and a max contract? Yes. Okay. And that's because he's working with the team well and he's doing a great job at his job. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Uh, yeah, we'll go um, yeah. <laughs> he should get that max contract. I I believe it. I don't know why they they haven't given it to him. It frustrates me. Um, he's been doing a great job. I think you know. He made he did amazing in the playoffs, and there's no doubt about that. I think he really showed his worth in the playoffs, and um, just his ability to to get points in the paint. Yeah. I mean, he's a great player. I don't know what else to say besides that. Okay. Um, I'm going to say at this point in the season, no. And the okay. reason I say that, okay. let's just listen right. to, hold on, hold on. <laughs> all, hold right, on. I, all right. I'm a Suns fan too, okay? Just hold on. Right. The reason I say that is because uh, beginning of the season, Aiton not doing well. Okay. Now, he is he's putting up great numbers, okay? All right. Whether he continues that, I doubt it. Um, yes, he did fantastic in the playoffs. If he does fantastic in the playoffs again, then yes, he should get the max contract. But if he doesn't, he should just settle for a little bit of a pay increase, but not exactly a max contract. And I'm sure Chris Paul and Devin Booker and Mikel Bridges and maybe some other teammates will let him know, hey – you're a young player. Take the little hit from the max contract right now. 
when you get older and when you get better, you'll get it then. Like, you got to realize, yes, you're a family man. Yes, you have a son. Yes, you have, I think he's married. I'm, I'm not sure. Um, yes, you have a spouse, but what he's making now, which is like 33, $35 million a year, that's well enough to support a family. Mm-hmm. So is he dying for the pay increase? No. It, will, does he want it? Yes, because he's a he thinks he's a big baller young person, which a lot of NBA players are, or feel, which I'm not discounting their attitude towards that. But I, I think he needs to realize with Chris Paul and Devin Booker's help, or help that he sometimes doesn't show up enough times to get that next contract. Um, and that's all if Aiden doesn't deliver in the playoffs. Because his delivering in the playoffs is what the Suns depend on at certain points. Especially against a team where all they have is one, t- one tall center or two small ball centers, which I don't think any team actually currently has. But uh, come injury times so towards the end of the season, that may end up happening. All right. So far this season, the Lakers and Cavaliers have the most blown leads. Why do you think that is? It's a double whammy, Jack. What do you got? Um, I think that they're not coordinating well in the end game. They're word of the day, coordinating. Yeah. Okay. Why aren't Why are they not coordinating well? Um. I don't know if this is true or not, but I feel like there may be a disconnect between what the coaches want and what the players are doing. That is a good answer. And let me tell you why. That is a good answer. And the Lakers, <laughs> yes, it is a, it is a good answer. In the Lakers situation, LeBron, Anthony Davis, Westbrook, I've already went into depth in previous episodes why Westbrook was a terrible pickup and why he still sucks. Um, also, LeBron James, uh, super old, has no stamina, uh, terrible leader, walks out on his team, on his team in the playoffs. Um, Anthony Davis, not the personality you want a leader to have, and I don't think he wants to be a leader. So that's your three best play, two best players. Westbrook is at the bottom of the team mm-hmm. um, that are not in a leadership leadership position, and that's not how your team should be. And when the Lakers head coach, I'm blanking on his name, tries to be that leader, his team doesn't trust him because they want to trust LeBron instead because LeBron has proven himself in previous seasons. Has he proven himself this season? I would say no. But I don't watch every single one of his games. So I don't know for sure. Uh, as In terms of the Cavaliers, I think it's just because they have a young squad. I don't. I, I think they don't know how to finish games consistently. Um, so yes, good answer, Jack. I gotta give you that one. That was a good guess. Uh, Anna, what do you got? Cool. I definitely agree with with both. Also with the Lakers, like they just everyone at the beginning of the season, before the season started, like everyone was hyping them up, saying they were going to be you know top three, top one, whatever, and they. I mean, it's a bunch of old people. <laughs> no it offense, is. but they just don't play well together. I think people expected like, oh, these all these 
great players. They're going to be amazing. And then they don't work well together. I mean, you saw the beginning of the seasons, they were getting in fights with each other. They're like, they, they don't coordinate well together. Again, using that word coordinate. Um, So, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, Jack, uh, I'm sure I know your answer, but uh, is it good for teammates to fight themselves? Or, or amongst each other, not themselves, but amongst each other. Uh, I would say a no. Wow, what a surprising know, just, answer. Wow. Just just an inkling of a thought there. Yeah, I mean, look, you got a dysfunctional team where your teammates fight each other. Yeah. So, uh, related to that last question, it will be our last talking point. It will be a shorter episode, but I don't think people mind. Um the Lakers not only tie for the most blown leads this season, but they also possess the most comebacks this season, uh, which is surprising because uh, it's like polar opposites. Sometimes they're great. Sometimes they're bad. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jack, why do you think the Lakers are able to both blow games and come back in games? Um, I have a feeling it's, an idea of unreliability sometimes they can work together sometimes it's not happening okay uh i disagree and here's why uh yes that you know what no i don't agree with anything you said all right so lebron uh Sometimes he takes over in games, and that's what's leading to the comebacks. The reason they're so unreliable is because their lead point guard is Westbrook, who sucks at anything he does. And it's not, he's not a point guard you need to come back in games. Uh, Anthony Davis, he's just there. Sometimes he shows up, sometimes he doesn't. I don't think he is, leads to the comeback in games. I think he's just there to keep the Lakers from drowning like the, th- like the Thunder drowned with the Grizzlies. Um, so if LeBron shows up and plays well, they come back in the game. If LeBron doesn't show up in the fourth quarter and just gives up on his team, which he has a reputation of doing in both the regular season and the playoffs, then they blow the lead or just lose the game entirely from beginning to end. Um, Anna, what do you got in this one? Yeah, I agree. They're just, they're not consistent. Um, I think that's why they have those stats. Um, LeBron, like, he's not a great leader, but sometimes he'll give you 30 points. I mean, what is it? Is he top for, like, leading? Um, oh, what was I going to say? Leading point percentage? Like, field goal percentage? Yeah. Uh, let's see. And my wife down, so you go. You... I'm not down, but it's, it's slow, so you may need to put that up. All right. Well. One moment, uh, people. Also, Jack, hey, uh, you want to tell them a story about uh, your learning process of basketball? Um, yeah, I'm going to say no. <laughs> <laughs> Why not? We, we don't need to go into that. Sure we do. No, no we don't. Sure we do. Come on, just let them know. Why? Okay, well, I'm sure this is a very <laughs> anticlimactic part of the <laughs> podcast, but uh, here, uh, Anna, go ahead and look that up. I'm gonna, I'm gonna tell a quick story here. 
So, um, Jack, right? So he plays soccer. So quite the opposite of basketball. Um, there is dribbling in both, at least. So that's a term he understood from the get go. Um, he first thought, what did you first think power forward was? When I told you it was like PF, you thought it was like, uh, like, uh, what did you think it was? Um, taking power forward for point guard. Oh, yes, point guard. My bad, my bad, my bad. He thought the point guard, his role was I, to block shots. I made the wrong assumption. Mm-hmm. Basing so it then, off of the point in, guard name. In response to that, yeah, okay, that I, I can understand that. But in response to that, I asked him if he knew who the tallest person on the court was, like what position they played, um, which he couldn't give me an answer for. So then I let him know the point guard is actually usually the smallest person on the court, which uh, in response, he quite quickly changed his answer, uh, as anyone would. Uh, Anna, do you have the stats? I do. So let's see. Um... Oh, I have season leaders. That's what I have. So Le- yeah, out, of, out of top 10, LeBron is eight. Imagine. <laughs> can, you, can you just go down the top 10? I'm just curious. All right, top 10. We got one Jokic, two Giannis, three Durant, four Curry. I'm surprised Curry isn't higher, to be honest. Um, five Luka, six Trey, seven Davis, eight LeBron, Nine Embiid and ten Harden. Okay, I'm surprised Harden's so high up there. Um, yeah. Also, with the Lakers having both Anthony Davis and LeBron James having high shooting percentages and still losing a lot of their games, mm-hmm. very surprising. Um, yeah, it is surprising. That makes me wonder if it's if they're if the Lakers' problem is bigger than I thought it was. Uh, maybe their coach needs to get fired and they need. To get need to get a new coach maybe it's just because everyone's old and they have no stamina because if you watch a lakers game your their opponent is running circles around them. Yeah. there's a loose ball opponent's probably going to get it even if the lakers player that's closest to the ball has longer arms or is closer to begin with because they're slow and they have low stamina end of lakers games there's no player on the Lakers that is giving their all to make a play. Which Caruso, as much as I hate him, I gotta say he does put in effort. And that's what the Lakers are missing. So, that will uh, end our podcast there. Um, Jack, thank you for your awkward answers. And Anna, thank you for (laughs) the actual good answers. Um, This this difference between episode two and three was longer than a week. Yes, I know I said this would be weekly. Uh, but uh, as you know, life gets in the way sometimes. But uh, in a week, maybe we release the next one on time. Uh, stay tuned and thank you all for listening. This has been Aaron along with Anna and Jack for the Free Throw Line podcast. And we will talk to you later. Goodbye.